Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I am a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to the show. So I hope everybody is having a great week. Uh, it is uh, Sunday, and I, you know, I mean, we got a great week ahead of you, right? Fall's coming up soon. Uh, summer was pretty short. There's been a lot of hurricanes. I can't believe all the hurricanes that have been happening in the world. This is incredible. We were I'm, I'm in Massachusetts, so we were actually supposed to be getting the tail end of a hurricane. I'm looking outside right now, right outside my window. I don't see any hurricane clouds. I mean, I see clouds in the sky, but I don't see any hurricane clouds, which I was expecting, hey, you know, maybe I can see a little bit of a hurricane, the wind, the rain, just to get a feel of it. I mean, although hurricanes can be tragic if you live down south, like in Florida, wouldn't want to be there, but up here, the houses are just built a little stronger. And we have basements, so I feel a little safer here. Um, you know, I remember when I was a kid, we had Hurricane Gloria. That, that came from years, and that was something to see. You don't get to see that all the time. And I think that was the last hurricane I actually um, experienced. But this show is not about hurricanes or the weather. It is about being a parent. And this is Forever Dad, and I want to thank you guys for joining me here again on the show. So, hello, and welcome back. So today, I mean, we're going to be talking about love the little creatures. That's right. I love the little creatures. Little creatures are pets. But before that, um, I want to have some words of the day. I love you with my heart and soul and also with my mind. For love is very special to all creatures. Please be kind. I thought that was interesting because I, I wrote that because we're going to be talking about pets and how pets make us feel and we can be so complete with these pets. Pets make us feel happy when we're sad. They bring a certain light in our life and I say it's incredible how pets have that kind of magic something that just make you feel special. So that being said, oh, let me tell you about my past in my experience with pets. It's funny when I say my, <laughs> it reminds me the other day I was talking to my to my daughters and they're like, dad, everything out of your mouth is I, I, me, me, I, I, me, me. Well, you know, when I'm talking to my daughters, I'm trying to use examples from my life that I can explain to them. So I said, well, this is why I, I do that. But I think my kids, and I mean, if you have kids, you're going to know, if you're going to have kids, you're going to know this. They're going to try to turn the tables and say, why is it always I, I, me, me? <laughs> well, I have a show and I have to give you experiences that I've experienced so you can relate to them. So, like I was saying, um, when I was younger, I, I had pets. My life was filled with a lot of pets. I remember uh, the first, one of the first pets I got, we all start off probably with fish. If we're lucky enough, we, we get the fish. I remember going to the pet store. I picked out probably a goldfish. Uh, they, they say goldfish have a memory span of, what, three seconds? I'm like, how, how do they know that? How do they time something like that? But I guess somehow they do. And that goldfish was pretty good. I, You know, the thing about goldfish is they don't really need, like, filtered water. You can put them in a fish tank. Or, no, wait, a fish bowl. 
from what I understand. And you don't have to have the water filtered and all that stuff. Although you do have to change the water because the water can become acidic. And uh, if anybody knows anything about fish, you know you have to change the water or treat the water. So I, I, I would usually treat the water and then change it once a month. If I remember, I was just a kid though. But I mean, later on I had fish too. So I, I, I know how to treat the water and all that. The, you know, the poor man's way and the expensive way. <laughs> but I do remember we had guppies too. And I remember, I mean, I can remember clear as day where the guppy tank was right in the kitchen. And we, I still live in the same house I grew up in. And it was, it was pretty amazing to watch all these little guppies and these neon fish. We'd get a black light. Neon fish would glow. It, it, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's pretty cool. And I think fish are really, really relaxing. My mom, she's 97. So I, you know, my mom's lonely. My, my dad passed a couple years ago with Parkinson's. Um, I always tell people he was ready to go. He even talked about it. Um, and my mom, I remember she was saying she was a little bit lonely. So I was going to get her um, some some fish. But I said, I don't think she'll take care of the fish. She has the fish on her on her table desk. The desk doesn't seem really stable to me. So I said, I don't know what to do. So my daughter, my youngest daughter, got my mom um, a guinea pig, thinking, you know, my mom would love that. She could hold the guinea pig because it's, it's pretty big. But my mom, I guess, was a little bit afraid of it or she thought it was lonely or something. Anyways, somehow we ended up getting two guinea pigs for the cage, but I don't think my mom liked it. Um, so my daughter ended up taking it, taking the guinea pigs. My dog's like a little um, old McDonald's farm hand. <laughs> and uh, we en- she, she ended up getting my mom a hamster, which my mom still has the hamster. She, she watches the hamster. So I, th- I think the hamster is probably more my mom's speed. You know, I, I mean, pets, you know, you have to figure out which pet is good for a person. Although my mom, I, I did get my mom a few cats in the past. I, I thought my mom liked the cats, but maybe she's really not a cat person. She'd use excuses like my friend doesn't like the cat, so I can't get a cat, but her friend doesn't come around. So what's the matter? <laughs> But anyways, I come from a house where we always had some kind of pets. And I remember when I was a kid, I ended up um, getting a couple of hamsters. Now, I didn't know that these hamsters would multiply if you didn't change them. Because, I, to, you know, I, I vaguely remember because I was really young. Um, I, I don't know if I could tell the difference between the male and the female on the hamsters. I, I was young. I don't remember. Um, and... Somehow they multiplied and they got out of control. I had a whole wall in the kitchen full of hamsters and hamsters cages. And I believe I ended up uh, selling some of them to the pet store and giving some to friends because people liked them. But these are some crazy hamsters too. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of tough when you're just one person and you got to give all your attention to all these hamsters. So, But I remember the hamsters. And then I, I remember, see, in my neighborhood... There's always stray cats. They're they're always having babies and running around. I remember um, there was a black, long-haired, like Angora cat when I was a kid, kitten in, in the back. I was a kid then, and I brought it in, but my parents didn't want me to have the cat. And 
I, I put it back outside, and unfortunately, it, it, it died. I think that scarred me, because I, I, I really felt, even to this day, I, I feel really bad that I couldn't save that cat. But, you know, there was another cat um, that I ended up um, um, getting, another stray cat, years later. I, I was, like, maybe I was out of high school, and... Uh, I got that at the pet store, and that that was a black and white cat named Antigone. I had her for a year. I love that cat. That cat and me, we were like best friends. You've never seen anything like it. When I went to the pet store, she literally um, rubbed up against me. I said, well, I, I, I like this cat. This cat likes me. That That's good. Kept her for a year. I never let her outside, but then the day I did, which was on Easter, I don't know if she got hit by a car or died, but she was on my neighbor's lawn, and I was devastated to this day. Why do I feel such guilt every time one of my pets die? So, after that, uh, maybe, I, I think a month later or so, or, or soon after, there was a mama cat walking her runt kitten across the street, and I ran out and grabbed it. It was a tiger cat. and I, It was in April because I called her April. So, she became a new pet, and I had her for a long time. Um, so, cat, cats are really cool. Um, April was an awesome, I'm not going to lie, April was an awesome cat. I loved her a lot. But apparently I'm a cat person because I've had April. I had another cat named Freedom who who I had. And uh, she ended up, she was a calico cat like the one I have now. Almost exactly the same exact markings. I'd like to say in my craziness that that's, that's my cat reincarnated. Because I swear this cat looks just like her and acts like her. But... But yeah, way back then, I, I had another cat named Shisha, which I, I also named this one too. Um, and I gave her to my mom because my mom was lonely. This was when I was in college. And uh, she, she died of old, old age, I think, or, or something. Maybe cancer. I, I forget. And uh, that broke my heart. That really broke my heart. But cats are amazing because I've had cats called you know, a, a cat named Freedom. Um, I got her when I met my girlfriend who became my wife. Um, we called her Freedom because me and my me and my ex-wife we had went to Washington D.C. I love to travel. I tell you, anybody who knows me, I love to travel. I love to see new places. I love to see new things. I love to meet people. I'm a people person. And on top of the Capitol was a statue, and they said the statue's name was Freedom. And I remember, I think we just had gotten the kitten, and we were on vacation. I think her brother was watching the cat at our place. And we said, uh, I said, we should call the cat Freedom. And we did. That cat lived very old. You know, I'm going to tell you, though, the, the, the thing about pets is you can form an attachment and a bond. You can love them so much. They become part of your family. They're, they're like the missing link, the part that completes you. But when they die... It is the most gut-wrenching, heartbreaking thing anybody on this earth can imagine because you think of your pets like a family member, like your own child. They're always there, and it hurt. It hurts so bad, so bad. I remember all my pets who passed. I don't want to sound like a downer, but I'm serious. I remember all the pets who passed. The last one was a black cat named Spooky. And I swore I would never get another cat again because it just hurt so much. My heart was was breaking so bad. I, I said, this is, a, this is no, never again, 
Never again will I ever go through this. This is ridiculous. But Spooky had a son. And he had his mother's eyes. <laughs> he had his mother's eyes and fur. Although the mother was a tiger cat, but he had black fur like the father. Not as not as smart as the father. Spooky was just a genius cat. Never seen a cat so smart. Um, and but I, I said I'll just take them. And um, now I got three cats. The two cats were strays. Uh, left on my doorstep because story behind that is my youngest daughter keeps feeding all the cats in the neighborhood, and people see it. So they tend to think our house is like a one-stop drop for <laughs> for for abandoned pets. But um, I, 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 I will tell you this. My, my youngest daughter, she has a really good heart. She loves animals. I'm surprised she doesn't go into veterinarian to be a veterinarian, but, but she can't because she has, she has a phobia with bugs and all that stuff. Um, she just doesn't, doesn't like, like, like it when animals have a lot of bugs. So I'm going to tell you the story. Somebody dumped a black kitten off at the end of the street um my daughter saw it so she brought the cat home and because i i know she wanted another cat and i was actually looking i wasn't telling her she goes can i keep it i go yeah i said you're gonna have to keep it in a cage if you're going to work so she did and and i i watched it but my cats were one shisha my my, my calico cat she was flipping out when she saw this kitten and so I said, I'm going to have to take this kitten upstairs and put it in my daughter's living room. So I did. Left it up there. My daughter came home that night, and uh, she was crying because she said, the cat has fleas. Now, my kids know. When I had cats before at, at my old place, the cat had kittens, and I brought in a stray, and that cat had fleas. My house at my last, at my last house, there was an infestation. I mean an infestation of fleas. I, I you, you can't. Fleas everywhere. It was sickening. We were getting bit all the time. I know how to deal with fleas now. But if you've ever had an infestation, you guys know that this is out of control. So I, I had to do the spray, the vacuum, till they were gone. Um, and and I said never again. And I think that that sort of scarred my my youngest daughter because before you went to bed, it's like we had to take one one of the vacuums and search our legs and our body, make sure there weren't any black black uh, fleas on us and suck them up in the back. It, it was, guys, I'm telling you, you've never seen anything like this. This was out of control. So, I mean, you got to be careful when you bring a pet in the house. Got to make sure they don't have fleas. That's one big thing I learned. But my daughter didn't know that this cat had fleas. It was it was a black cat. She was in a rush. She brought it in and she knew, she, she said she knew, that, Dad, if it had fleas, you'd say, get rid of it. Uh, but I knew that my daughter wanted the cat. So I said, listen, just put the cat in the cage on the porch. We have a porch right next. I'm on the second floor. Put it on the porch. And in the morning, uh, I will get it defleed somewhere. I'll go to, uh, I forget the name. I keep saying a salon. <laughs> but um, it's a place where you take pets, to, uh, groomers. So I was actually going to take them to Petco, the Pet City. But Petco doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do flea baths anymore. I didn't check the other place, but there was a groomer um, um, miles away. <laughs> that And they did a great job. I mean, now Petco, 
the way I saw it advertised, it was like 45 bucks at the most to get a shampoo for a cat and this and that. I took it to the groomer. I didn't know how much it was, but I, I didn't care because I know my daughter wanted a cat. And uh, it costs like $125 for the shampoo and all that stuff. I said it was worth it, fine. So I, me and my daughter went and waited. It took about an hour, hour and a half. Came back and the lady said, oh, there, I, I noticed there's something wrong with the, with the kitten's back legs. It, it's having trouble walking. I had no idea it had trouble walking. So the cat looked clean. It looked happy. It was cuddly now. And, uh, but the back legs looked paralyzed. And I said, oh, Jesus, what am I going to do? My daughter said, I don't have money for medical medical bills, Dad. I don't, so maybe we should just surrender it at the SBCA. So I said, wait, let's figure this out. It was Friday. It was a weekend. I tried to make an appointment at a veterinarian, but apparently you need, you have to be a client. <laughs> so the waiting time would have been like a month or two. And I'm like, what? Or you can go to an emergency place. And I said, I don't have that kind of money. But I ended up finding a place um, in nearby in a couple towns over so they're gonna see uh the kitten monday and we were looking up online to see what it could be and it said something about swimmers legs something to do with the tendons and they usually have to bind them up so my daughter said yes yesterday and today she the, the cat got out of the cage it jumped up on the couch <laughs> i'm sort of happy about that but it still has trouble walking so i'm, I'm gonna see how it goes we're, we're gonna see how it goes because for, for us, the cat has to be able to get into the litter pan, which I'm, I'm, I'm hoping when we get, you know, if, if, if this is what it is, the binding of the legs, you have to just wrap them up and then do exercises to help the tendons out. It would be great. I'm trying to stay positive. Trying to stay positive because this kitten is really making my daughter happy. And uh, I really do want to see my, my, my daughter happy. So, I mean, Pets are amazing. It's it's like they're magic. I mean, they just open up your heart. And, you know, when it comes to pets, I'm saying, in my opinion, every child should try to have a pet. Whether it's a dog, a cat, a lizard, snake, frog, rat, bat, ferret, etc. There are many types of pets out there. And I have had, I, I, I've had an iguana. I've had ferrets. I've, I've had a lot. And my daughter really loves this cat, and I'm really hoping it works out because it, it, it's a positive thing for her. You know, when you have a pet, I think it brings out a person's person's um, inner, inner being, I should say. They're, they're caring. You can see they're, they're caring. You can see them love. They're nurturing. You can see the compassion of a person when they take care of a pet. The giving, the warmth. <sighs> Just think. What would the world be like without pets? That would be like a world without love. Because I think pets are very, very important for everybody. And even our children. They are our twin. The twin we've looked for our whole life. And that being said, I usually read story time, a little story. But today I wrote a poem, and I call it Pets. In rain and snow and dreary days, 
They smiled the darkness all away and searched up their twin with eyes nowhere to be found with teary eyes. Two twins were born, apart but same, same heart and mind, a soul yet spirit, and one was born sweet and kind, with heart so big it grew the thrice. With teary eyes, a yearning desire, in their heart to find the half to be complete, but somewhere hence in a land not far, the other twins sat in despair. Was it close, a yearning to be? But they were cold, with frozen heart, a face bewildered and set apart, to see the loneliness was felt to be. But why the search, and why the find, to find the half to be complete? For that twin lost and felt defeat, to wonder if this life was all but full, and sat upon a rock, the twin, with eyes that cried like endless rivers. To what surprise a creature came, lost to another, the twin to be, to bring others, the creature sat with thee, and one creature smiled a glow and grace, to walk to this twin upon the rock, and wipe the tear from their face, with licks and purrs, no match could be, then the heart so cold melted soon, to sunshine feels and warmth to be, and now complete, these twins will be, a human and creature pet to be. For all of you ones without a twin, just find a creature for a friend. Then you will have what others have, a creature, pet, a friend indeed. A friend indeed to the end. <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me here today. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can download any of my podcasts morning, noon, and night and hear it all over the internet and the world. It'd be great if you could hear what I have to say, so that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening today. It's been great, and don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. You know why, everybody? Because it's free. It costs you nothing. <laughs> don't be a jerk. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised. So don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them I will love you forever, Dad. Hey, thanks everybody for joining me here today. Let's do it again. I'll see you next time here on my show. Be kind, be well, be back. Peace. And I, my family and friends and valued listeners will see you later. Until next time, goodbye.